I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins. And you're listening to Biz Talks, a weekly conversation with local business leaders about topics affecting New Orleans and Southeast Louisiana. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Rich Collins. Today's guest is Marcus Brown, Executive Vice President and General Counsel of Entergy Corporation and the chair of the New Orleans Super Bowl 59 host committee. Brown appeared at a press conference last week to mark the one-year countdown to Super Bowl 59, which is scheduled for February 9th in New Orleans. Marcus Brown, welcome to the show. Good morning, and thanks for having me. So the Super Bowl is a year away, but in many ways, it's like the fourth quarter for the host committee. This work began in 2018 when we won the bid to host the game. For those who don't know, what goes on behind the scenes when a city is attempting to and preparing to host a Super Bowl? Well, as you might imagine, Rich, it's, it's what I would call this, this joyous chaos. I mean, you know, <laughs> having the opportunity to host a Super Bowl, which for us as a city will be the 11th time, uh, which is tied for the most in the history of the NFL, uh, is a great opportunity to showcase the city and the people, the culture and everything associated with it. But there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of uh, coordination that needs to happen between the city, the state, the NFL, and uh, and what we do as a host committee to make sure this goes off well. So it's planning and coordination that starts early and really will run through the game and hopefully everything goes well. So I'm in previous conversations with some other people involved with this type of endeavor, I gather that one of the first things that happens is you have to clear the date. There's this whole story where we were, we were gonna have hosted the last one, but then we didn't. Can you talk a little bit about what happened there? Sure. You know, uh, people might remember that the NFL used to have a 16-game season, and we were scheduled to host the Super Bowl this year that, the, the, that where it was in Vegas. The NFL, a couple of years ago, extended its season to 17 games. And right. when it did that, uh, that additional game on the NFL schedule pushed the uh, Super Bowl date right into the same time as Mardi Gras. And while this city can do some amazing things, to host the Super Bowl and Mardi Gras at the same time, we thought it might be too much, or the NFL thought it might be too much. So the NFL wisely just pushed New Orleans to the next year and moved Vegas up in the slot. Right, because otherwise we would have had Super Bowl and Bacchus Sunday uh, overlapping. It would have been incredible, but it would have been really, really hard to coordinate. <laughs> Understood. So, right, so, I mean, I, I know that, um, you know, the, Part of part of clearing the date and, and being able to offer this hospitality is having is having uh, all the accommodations. So I know that, you know, you have to the hosts have to coordinate with the twenty five thousand downtown hotel rooms to make sure that everyone is cleared and ready to host. I mean, right. what, what are some of the other like major logistics that you have to sort out either before now or in this next the coming up few months? What, what are the big to do's? Yeah, when you think about, you know what the role of the host committee is in that coordination uh, function, uh, we've got a lot of subcommittees that are responsible for a range of things. You know, uh, the host committee has an obligation to uh, for fundraising. And, right. you know, we've had major sponsors, businesses, Oshner, you know, uh, the New Orleans and Company, and a lot of great sponsors who have stepped up. And that fundraising part is important because the host committee also has responsibilities to provide certain services and planning for the NFL because the NFL does a lot, but it expects the host city to do its part. 
And so we have, we have a facilities group, we have a parking and transportation group. We have, I mean, anything you might think of, we need to co coordinate as a team. We have a subcommittee to do that. And probably key amongst them, we have uh, committees that are, are associated with the media and PR. Uh, you know, as, as you all know, thousands of representative, representatives from the media come to town, uh, you know, and we want to make sure that not only do they have the accommodations and the things that they need to be comfortable to do their work, but they see the things in the city that, you know, give them an opportunity to go back and tell that story, uh, not just across the country, really across the world. And so we've got committees, you know, lined up to make sure we organize all those things and don't miss steps in the process. So it's basically finding places for everyone to stay. It's it's hosting various events. And I hear that, right. aren't we famous for our big media, uh, our big media event and the, the meal and the food involved with that? I know that I've talked to people that have attended other Super Bowls in other cities, media folks, and they say that ours is always the best. You know, one of the amazing things that we were in Las Vegas for uh, the Super Bowl this, uh, you know, this this past couple of weeks, and um, they were a great host. It, it, you know, Las Vegas did an incredible job of hosting the Super Bowl. But without exception, everybody that we communicated with talked about how much they loved coming to New Orleans. Right. Uh, every media uh, representative that we engaged with talked about this being their favorite city. And, you know, those of us who live here might take some of these things for granted, but, you know, they love the food and the culture. They love the hospitality of the people. They really love the walkability, the, you know, the ease of movement in the footprint of our city in terms of being able to get to where they need to be. And uh, all those things make for a great experience for somebody who's visiting, even more special for somebody who's visiting and working. And so, uh, so we are really excited about the way that the feedback that we've already gotten about how people feel about coming back to the city of New Orleans. Right. I understand that when we host, we're an outlier in that most of the stadiums that host a Super Bowl are pretty far removed from the city center. And then here we are, we're a small, smallish town compared to some of these other markets. We don't have all the Fortune 500 companies that the other markets might have, but what we have is the Superdome a five or 10 minute walk away from the French Quarter and all the downtown hotel rooms? That is a unique advantage, but you do raise a point that people should always be aware of is that this is a very competitive environment trying to get a Super Bowl. Uh, and cities that build new stadiums tend to be the ones that the NFL give another opportunity. But the, uh, the New Orleans Saints in the city, I mean, in the state of Louisiana have, have invested almost a half a billion dollars in the, uh, the Caesar Superdome. So it is in effect gonna be a brand new stadium internally when people show up. It's gonna have a lot of really open space. Uh, and we believe it's in effect, it's a new stadium. But we also don't have, you know, the Fortune 500 companies footprints, you know, across the spectrum here. But this city has an amazing ability to punch above its weight. Uh, you know, the, the, the way that people join together, the way that people put on a great show, you know, it's amazing. And it says a lot about our city that we can continue to compete with all of these other markets, despite the fact that we are a smaller city in, in many respects to, to many of our competitors. It's very impressive that we're having our record tying 11th one when you consider those circumstances. And yeah. it's also it's it's amazing how different this is from the early days 
when the Super Bowl was essentially traded between Greater Los Angeles, Miami, and New Orleans, just kind of like, okay, you take it this year. And it was up, you know, at Tulane Stadium. I mean, it's changed a good bit. Yeah. Well, one of the wonderful things we've done in, in preparation for this Super Bowl is to sort of uh, chronicle the first 10, you know, and, it, and you may have seen, we've got like a two minute video where we kind of walk through very quickly the first one, Tulane Stadium, all the way to the first uh, uh, NFL Super Bowl being in the dome when Dallas played up until the last one we had 2013. It's a real interesting and incredible story along the history of New Orleans. And, you know, we think that not just 2025 is an opportunity to do number 11. 2025 is an opportunity to audition for the next one after that that we want to have in New Orleans. So we are we, we think about this in terms of putting on a great show because that's what people expect. We want them to feel that way when they leave here, but we want them to come back again. So we've got our work cut out for us, but I think we've got a great team. We've got an incredible city and state who's behind all of this effort. The Saints are a spectacular organization that's fully invested in this. And so we believe we're going to be able to pull off a great game, a great experience, and then be prepared to you know, take a shot at doing it again. Can you talk about how the host committee coordinates with the Sports Foundation, the Greater right. North Sports Foundation and the Saints? What's the division of labor? I- I'm kind of confused about who does what. Right. When we're not preparing for a Super Bowl, a lot of those organizations are kind of working independently or they interact with it you know, as needed. The coordination of the New Orleans Saints, the Sports Foundation, and the community, you know, the state, the city in general, is really, you know, the, the linchpin is the host committee. So we create this host committee so that there is a, a constant through the entire preparation process of a group of all of those people. So we really are a, a committee made up of people who are involved in all of those different organizations. And, uh, and the coordination is to bring to bear the strengths and the experiences of each of those organizations to the host committee as one function and then, you know, go out and do the things that we need to do to get prepared for the game. Now, I'm curious, just personally, how much of your time for the next 12 months is going to be spent? What percentage of your time goes to Super Bowl versus your other job, your day job, which is, you know, at Energy, where you're overseeing legal, ethics and compliance, corporate communications, federal external affairs and all sorts of other things. You know, how does this balance work out for you? Well, the short answer is I don't know how much time it's going to take, but, but I will tell you this, you know, um, when when our CEO, Drew Marsh, and I sat down to have a conversation about uh, my participation in this and also uh, the company being the founding partner in this because we actually stepped up first, we talked about the importance of this event to the communities that we serve. I mean, you think about what Intergy does, everybody in all of these regions, they're all our customers. And the success of this region helps the success of everybody involved in it. So we want to see it thrive. You know, it's important to us. And so when you ask how much time it's going to take, I don't know how much time it's going to take, but we are committed to making as much time available as it it needs to be available to get the job done. And so I will do whatever I need to do. I've got a tremendous amount of, uh, of support and people who work with me every day. Uh, this is not a one man show at all. You know, I, I get the benefit of you mentioned the Sports Foundation. Jay Cicero, you know, the CEO and president of the Sports Foundation, this is his third Super Bowl. 
I mean, his fourth rather. And so you've got people who really have deep experience in doing this. Uh, I just get to go along for the ride. So, uh, so don't worry about me. You know, I'm having the greatest ride of my life <laughs> and uh, I've learned a lot along the way, but there are really great experienced people who will help get this, make sure this gets done well. It's sort of like instead of King of Mardi Gras, you're King of Super Bowl. Well, I, you know, you know, you know how I think about myself. I'm actually Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm the last player drafted, and my job is just to make sure that everybody, you know, has what they need so they can do what they do well and stay out of their way. And if I can do that really well and not be seen or heard, but things go well, I will be the happiest man in New Orleans. That's great. Well, I tell you what, being Mr. Irrelevant has taken on a whole new meaning since the Bronx. It has. Era. <laughs> so yeah, you, that, that's that's a that's an honor these days. Okay, look, two quick questions. I'll let you go because I know you got tons to do. You got two jobs. Um, so just overall, big picture, we didn't really spell it out, but there's a lot of money that gets spent. You know, you have you guys have to raise a bunch of millions of dollars to meet the bid requirements. Um, it's so much just work and coordination right. and volunteers and everything else. But what's it all for? What does hosting this game mean for our economy and for and for the tourism industry in general? That's a great question. I mean, you know, in terms of what we have to raise, it's roughly north of $25 million to do the things that we have to do. But when you think about the economic impact of the Super Bowl, you know, early estimates for uh, the Super Bowl are it's going to be in excess of a half a billion dollars. Now, going into Las Vegas, you know, the estimates were, you know, were much higher than that. The gross economic impact was estimated to be as high as $1.1 billion. Mm. Um, so we have to see what those numbers are, but I think looking at a half a billion dollars is 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 really reasonable, and not only that, but it's the ancillary and the continuing benefits that come from that. Because once somebody comes here and experiences has a great experience here, there are there's the continuing tourism and and you know and hosting. There are all the other events that will follow because people had a great experience in the city. So we are not just putting on the Super Bowl. We are showcasing all of the things we have in place to do big events all the time. And that economic impact is continuing. And the other thing is, um, it's not just New Orleans. I mean, you know, the city and the state are working very closely together. We talk a lot at the press conference about the supplier diversity component of uh, the work that the Super Bowl does and, and the way it wants to bring in everybody and give them a chance. You know, and that work will continue after the Super Bowl is, is done. And we and those groups of people who come in and qualify will continue to be able to work on some of the other big events. So it just has an immediate significant impact. And then it has the continuing impact. And then lastly, in your space, you know, when when you tell the story nationally, internationally, just around the world and remind people of what a great city this is, it just increases the love people have for this city. It's a special place and uh, will be showcased in a way in the biggest game on the planet. And it will remind everybody out there that we're here. You know, we welcome everybody here. We've got everything in place you love, the food, the music, the culture, you know, the facilities. We've got everything you need to have a wonderful experience. So we're excited about it. Nice, nice. <clears throat> Last question, just as you look ahead to this busy year for you, and to the actual big event on February 9th, what, what are you most excited about or most looking forward to? You know, you know, when I think about this, I'm most excited about the journey, you know, because you think about it, you know, you start working on something 
that you've seen from afar your entire life. You don't know fully what you're getting involved in, but you know it's going to be exciting and fun. And so just every step along the way, the people that I work with, the things I learn, you know, the teams, you know, the, the way it integrates, it's integrated itself in into my work here. We've got great people on the industry team who are deeply embedded in the work we're doing with the Super Bowl. So it's it's the journey for all of us to this big game and all we learn and all we experience along the way. That's what's going to be fun for me. That sounds like a perfect attitude, knowing you know how how busy it's going to be to enjoy the ride. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Marcus Brown. Executive Vice President at Energy and Chair of the New Orleans Super Bowl 59 Host Committee. Thanks for taking a moment to share uh, this story with us and good luck with everything you have to do the next few months. Well, thank you. And, and my last comment is that we look forward to seeing everybody in the streets of the French Quarter and the seats of the Caesar Superdome. You know, that's the path. Nice. And by the way, <laughs> speaking of seats in the Superdome, I assume after doing all this work as the Host Committee, you're going to have a decent seat for the game, right? You know, uh, my wife. My wife said that's a really big commitment to just get a couple of tickets to the Super Bowl, but, uh, but it's worth it. It's worth that, it. That's great. Yeah, you could. Yeah, exactly. You could just buy a pair. Uh, no, I, it's, uh, hopefully, I'm in there. But if I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm. I'll be someplace else enjoying looking at what all of what's happening. Nice, Marcus Brown. Thanks so much for your time. All right, thank you, Rich. Thanks for listening. Biz Talks is brought to you by Biz New Orleans Magazine. Follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans and visit bizneworleans.com for daily news and stories.